0: Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. Hello, it's Lori. I'm so glad that you're here and joining us today. Can you believe that it's already December? We've been so busy working on our new website and our bookstore for the last few months. It really seems like December has snuck up on us. I hope you saw the notice last week that our website and our new bookstore launched. We're so excited about some of the new features. Most importantly, there's now a place where people in all stages of marriage can get help. We have resources for a person that's standing for marriage restoration, resources for a person that's in a restored marriage, and we have resources for a couple who may be happily married, but they're looking for biblical guidance to help strengthen their marriage. We really wanted to make sure that we were offering resources that could help reach people before the crisis of separation or divorce hits. I want to invite you to share this website with your friends and family. You can share it on social media. You can invite the people you love to sign up for a devotional that would fit their stage of marriage. We really wanted to create a place where you did not have to walk through the journey that you're in with your marriage by yourself. You don't have to Hide and be secretive knowing that maybe your friends and family don't agree if you're standing for your marriage or maybe your friends and family don't agree with the fact that your marriage has been restored. Whatever stage you're at, we wanted to give a place where it would minister to many people. And we hope that you love it. When you're checking out the new bookstore, make sure that you grab a copy of the 2022 Bible reading calendar. They just went on sale this week. And unfortunately we only have a limited supply. So when they sell out, They're gone. We purchase them once a year and that's it. And it's always a very popular item. If you've not looked at it before, it's a little booklet that will take you through Bible reading each day. And by the end of the year, you would have read through the Old Testament once, the New Testament twice, Psalms twice, and Proverbs 12 times. And if you've always wanted to read through the Bible, this is such a good tool to help you accomplish that goal. Each day, it doesn't just start Genesis and take you to Revelation, but instead every day it will take you through a passage from both the Old and the New Testament, Psalms and Proverbs. So it really breaks it up for you. We set up a special discount for our podcast listeners. And so if you purchase the Bible reading calendar, when you check out, use the code podcast and you can save 15% off the price of that calendar. And we will add a link in the show notes. So while you're listening to this podcast on your phone, you can even scroll down and you can click on the link and this episode will continue playing because you're not going to want to miss it. One of the goals of the new website and the material that we offer like the Bible reading calendar is to really show people around the world that they can make Jesus the head of their lives and then allow him to be the head of their homes. With my mom and dad that happened in her life. Her marriage fell apart. She realized that Jesus was not the head of her life. She was the head of her life. And so because of her marriage problems, Her life got in the right order where she put God at the top and let him guide the decisions that she made. And that's the case for so many of our listeners. It took a crisis in their home to bring them to a life that's just fully surrendered to the Lord. And that's possible for you. And I want you to know that. I love all things about this month, but one of my favorite things is that it gives us a chance to highlight our top podcasts that you may have missed. Or maybe you heard it, but you really need to hear it again. And our top teaching podcast in 2021 was How to Reap a Harvest in Your Spiritual Life. And this powerful teaching is from my mom. It'll motivate you because it will help encourage you as you're waiting on prayers to be answered. That might be prayers for a prodigal spouse or a prodigal child or prayers for healing or prayers for a new job. Whatever those prayers are, this teaching is going to help encourage you and just strengthen your faith as you're waiting on God. In our humanness, we usually want God to answer prayers our way and in our timing. And part of spiritual maturity is understanding that He does really have our best Interest at heart, and he is truly working all things out for his glory and for our good. So I know this podcast is going to be a blessing.
1: Hi friends, I hope you're enjoying the variety of podcasts we've been giving you. We love reading your comments and emails, telling us how they have encouraged your walk with the Lord. I think today's episode is going to do the same. I had the privilege to speak for our friends. Koji, and Deanna, at their Covenant Keepers Conference. I wanted to share this message with you about sowing and reaping. When you think about the many places the Bible speaks of sowing and reaping, you may start to panic because sowing means a wait is coming. Nothing grows immediately. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 tells us to stand firm in our waiting. Let us not become weary in doing good, For at the proper time, we all will reap a harvest if we do not give up. My prayer is that this podcast will encourage you to sow today so you can reap your harvest tomorrow. Thank you for inviting me to speak. I'm so glad to be with you today and thrilled that Covenant Keepers found a way to do the conference this year. Today matters. The decisions you make today will impact your tomorrow and future tomorrows. And that statement is true for many areas of our lives. Will you sow today for a harvest tomorrow? The food decisions you and I make today will impact how we feel tomorrow. The energy you put into your children today will determine the person they will become in tomorrow and in their future. The financial decisions you make today will impact your tomorrows. The same can be said for your marriage. The decisions you make today will impact your tomorrows. In Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 to 10, let me read what it says. And if you want to join me, please open up your Bible. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows, and the one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature, will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit, will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest, if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Wow, that's a powerful scripture for you to remember, for you to know and for you to memorize. In fact, you need to remember this and type it up on a card and put one in the fridge and on the refrigerator and put one in your bathroom because you want to remember this when you get discouraged and you get weary that you're going to remember this scripture to keep reminding you, you have to keep going forward. What seeds are you sowing in your life today? That's what I want you to think about today. I do not know much about farming, but Kim, one of our staff members, is from a farming family. And if Kim were here, she could explain to you how the whole process works. Before sowing seeds, a farmer must prepare the ground. And this process is long and labor-intensive. One of the first steps is to plow or till the ground, and that breaks up the ground to receive the seeds. The farmer must have a good fertilizer in the soil, or his crops could die. There must be adequate water available when the crops are planted, and some crops require fencing to protect them from predators. Much like the farmer who spends a great deal of time preparing for a harvest, we must prepare our hearts and our lives for the harvest the Lord wants to give us. Turn to Hosea chapter 10 if you'd like to join me. Go to verse 12. And it says, Sow for yourself righteousness. Reap the fruit of unfailing love and break up your unplowed ground. For it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and showers righteousness on you. Well, we all need righteousness. We all want to have righteousness and be Christ-like. And you could pray this scripture, put your name and say, Lord, I want you to shower righteousness on my entire family, my husband or wife and my children and extended family members. We need to sow good scriptures and reap the harvest. You need to allow the Lord to do some work in your life. We can't worry about your spouse right now. You cannot change the circumstances. You cannot do anything but change yourself and work with your children. What does God want to do in you first? Has your heart become hardened? What seeds have you been sowing into your life? Bob and I were having marriage problems. So I went to see my pastor to get some spiritual guidance. And at that meeting, the pastor gave me a scripture. Now, I had been already telling him all about the badness of Bob. And I was waiting for him to give me some instructions of how to make my marriage to be better and remove the strife but instead he gave me a scripture that i did not like at all and instead it was for me and that's what we want you to understand i want you to know it's not about your spouse right now it's about me you it's about how i can change or how you can change first thessalonians 5 says rejoice always pray continually Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It is a scripture that I use frequently because it's one of the powerful weapons that the Lord wants us to use to defeat the enemy. May I suggest you memorize this for yourself and share it with others who are going through a difficult time. I believe it will touch and change hearts and minds. Are you living out the scripture in your own daily life? I do want you to confess and repent of your sins that the Lord is bringing to your mind right now. We want the Lord to be speaking to you right now. And as the Lord speaks to you, that you'll write it down on your piece of paper. Things that the Lord is saying, you've been doing this, you've been doing that. And then you can go home or repent right there and say, Lord, change me. Will you allow the Lord to break up that unplowed ground in your heart and life? Have you lost the joy of the Lord because of your circumstances of your marriage problems? Or have you lost the joy of the Lord due to your financial problems? What has stolen the joy of your Lord? I'll tell you who it is. It's the enemy that has done it. The enemy has demons going around to steal, kill and destroy everything that the Lord is blessing you with. You could be asking, how can I rejoice in the midst of all that I'm facing? It's because God is going to give you the joy of the Lord. What is the meaning of joy? I'm glad you were thinking that question. Because from Nelson's three-in-one Bible reference companion, it says, Joy is great delight. Gladness of heart. Well, my question is, do you have gladness of heart? Or are you mumbling and grumbling or telling others all about what your spouse has done? Tell God. Pray about it. But don't pick up the phone. Take Pick up your phone. Um, text and start texting people. Joy is the confident assurance of God's work in our lives. Joy depends on your relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior of your life. Happiness depends on your circumstances. If a loved one dies, you have lost your job or other devastation happens, you lose your happiness. But God doesn't want you to lose your happiness for that long. God wants to be with you every moment through any circumstance. When you have joy rooted in Christ, you can be confident that he is working on the other side of your mountain. Philippians 4 is an awesome scripture. um, A book of the Bible that I have been in it many, many times all of my last years of standing. I found it, and God spoke to me so strongly. Let me read a few portions of it. Verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. May I repeat that? May you highlight it or put a star by it? let your gentleness be evident to all that includes anybody that is a irregular person in your life right now the lord is near do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god there it is that was the scripture god gave me and i'll read a few more verses of it but there it is. Are you able and are you willing to be obedient to Philippians 4? Because it's telling us how to behave and act each and every minute, hour, and life. And that and we can say, but, and there's no buts in this, so we have to strive to be what you God wants you to be. He wants you to be a prayer warrior. He wants you to be a Christ-like husband or wife. And he wants to have you work with your children so let me continue do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God you must pray and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus finally brothers whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything, now it says anything, people, is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me, and this was Saul speaking and writing this letter, and seen in me, put it into practice. That's what Jesus says pick up the cross and follow me and do what I did, not what everybody else is doing. Jesus gave us, he was the example. And the God of peace will be with you. Now may I take you down to verse 13. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. And that's what I want you to know, that he's going to give you the strength to do it. And then in verse 19, it says, And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Are you feeling anxious today? Do you wonder how you're going to pay your bills? Do not worry about your children. And the fact that you're parenting them alone. What is your one goal today? Do you want to complain about God's timing, not lining up with yours? Or is your one goal and deep desire to know Christ more intimately each and every day? Will you allow Jesus Christ to do this work in your life? Just like the farmer preparing the souls for the crops? Ask the Lord what he wants to remove or break apart or change in your life. Maybe that is your will. Maybe it is your attitude maybe is your habits maybe it's your tone of voice have you sought the lord to know what areas you've failed in your marriage have you repented have you cried out to the lord have you had a heart transformation what are you sowing in your life are you sowing jealousy anger bitterness hatred resentment well I'll tell you I was sowing re I was sowing rage but let's remember I repented let's turn to James chapter 1 verses 2 to 8 James chapter 1 verses 2 through 8 Consider it pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. May I read the first three and four words. Consider it pure joy. I know that some of us are not have the joy, and that's where you've got to cry out today and ask God to give you the joy of the Lord, and he will be your strength verse 4 we read perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything if any of you lack wisdom he should ask god who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him but when he asks he must believe and not doubt because he who is doubt is unstable is like a wave of the sea I'm sorry I skipped a line because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind that man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord he is double-minded unstable in all he does this is a test how will you respond look and see what you're sowing and reaping now may I remind you also of the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6 And I'm not going to read it because I know you know the Lord's Prayer. But do you remember the verses at the end of the Lord's Prayer? After the Amen, it says in verses 14 and 15 Forgive if you forgive, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Verse 15 is powerful though. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, your spouse their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Dear Standard, that is a powerful scripture that you need to understand and know and and realize that there's consequences if we don't be Christ-like. What are you sowing daily in your life? I'm going to keep asking that question and God is wanting to nudge you and tell you what He wants you to sow. I have been praying that when you've been sowing into fertile soil, you will start to see you reaping changes. First in your own life, next in your children's life, and then you will hear from someone else some good news regarding your wayward spouse suddenly, unexpectedly god's going to bless you with a nugget of gold i heard from one stander that her children said that their dad had started reading the bible and they just just by accident just happened to tell mom when they were driving in the car praise the lord god is moving in that man's heart and she probably didn't think that anything was going on in his heart so don't believe the enemy's lies we've received calls and emails that spouses are coming home suddenly one month ago a husband called his wife and said he is packing and on his way home praise the lord what an awesome phone call and she wasn't expecting it are you ready are you ready is your house ready Are your children ready? Have they been praying for daddy or mommy to come home? Are they ready to just run in and say, bravo, I'm so glad you're here. I love that, the celebration of a prodigal coming home. The scripture says the testing of your faith will develop perseverance. And that is what you need in Philippians 4. You need to persevere with tenacity and it says perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking in anything you and i must grow up dear children we must grow up dear standards we cannot be baby christians anymore the lord wants us to grow in the lord how by reading your Bible daily and putting into action. What are you sowing to those around you? What are you speaking and doing daily behind your closed doors? And I mean, we can't be a sweet, lovable person outside and a screaming person inside all the time. Never radiating Jesus' love. Never forget, God sees and knows everything going on in your life. The Lord wants you to have a heart transformation. And you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, changing you minute by minute. And I talk to the Lord all the time, asking him questions, telling me to turn to the right or turn to the left, show me, tell me what to say when I'm talking to somebody. And you need to do that with you in everything you do at, at play, with friends, with, with work, to zip your lips, or you need to do it when you're talking on the phone with your spouse. You may have a prayer warrior, and if you don't, may I suggest today is the day you start praying and asking God to bring you the prayer warrior that has a burden for your spouse and for your marriage. In fact, you may want to ask a close family member if you know that they're a burden about your marriage falling apart. And you can tell them about your weaknesses, but you only want to tell one person. I will tell you this, the Lord wants us to grow up in the Lord. God hates divorce. Regardless if there was sin in your marriage, of sexual immorality, if there is addictions or abuse, God can take care of every one of those issues. But we don't have to get divorced. We can do what needs to be done. But we have to pray and not give up on your spouse or your children. If you have read any of Bob's books, he confessed to you that there was abuse and marriage problems beginning in our first year of marriage. I was shocked, and I didn't know what to say or do or who to go to because my parents never argued in front of me. But God, but God touched me and changed me. And I went and talked to my mother and told her about it, and she said, go home and start praying, and God will be with you. The wisest words my mother ever said to me. Our Heavenly Father does not want us to go on a second marriage, third or fourth marriage. He wants us to grow and be mature, not lacking anything. Because if you lack wisdom, all you have to do is ask for God. He will give you the wisdom and the knowledge. In Proverbs 4 and all through Proverbs, it talks about wisdom. Read Proverbs. Make time and pray. Ask God, your Creator, to give you wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Every one of us has wisdom. Then thank the Lord for what He's going to do to change you from bad habits to creating good habits and growing in the Lord. Grow more by reading Christian books and do Bible studies. Will you choose to live a disciplined life, focused, purpose-driven each day? That is my challenge for you today and for your future. Ask the Lord to help you write out on paper or in your journal or in a computer a list of goals that you're going to seek the Lord with to create that you want to complete soon or maybe in the next few years. Or do you have a bucket list for this year and for your lifetime? We need to have commitment it says we should ask god who gives generously to all without finding fault and it's going to be given to you will you sow today for a harvest tomorrow you must believe in the power of prayer psalm 54 verse 2 says hear my prayer O god listen to the words of my mouth keep praying that because he's hearing you but you need to share from your heart. I cannot tell you, I cannot emphasize enough how powerful your prayer time will be if you will just pray. Short prayers. Prayers in the Bible is read what Saul's and Paul and as written in the Philippians, Ephesians, Colossians, the prayers, read the prayers. They're awesome. And they're for you to pray and personalize them i cannot tell you enough how important everything is about prayer pray short prayers pray long prayers spend the time on saturday or sunday when you do not have your children and you're alone and you're getting depressed open up the bible and you will end up finding that god is powerful in you feel the presence of the Holy Spirit the verse in first Thessalonians that I read earlier said we should pray continually and that is so perfect because that's what he's meaning that he wants you to do you will not always have the support of those around you when you're doing God's will you may have something happen and if you pick up the phone and tell many people they'll say that's it that's the end of it you draw the line God didn't say draw the line. Just as the farmer must set up bears to keep predators out, you need to do the same thing in your life. God has called you to stand for your marriage, not your family, not your friends, because they will never have the calling on their life. They will observe, they will watch, but they do not understand. And that is okay. This is not their journey. It is yours. It is your calling. And let me share first Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Let me just go back and let me read verse 6 humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Same thing we've been saying before. Verse 8 says, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. Does that make sense? Do you understand what that's saying to you? And let's go to verse 10 and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you've suffered a little while will himself restore you, there's that word, and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. There you are. There's a scripture. The enemy wants your marriage to fail. If he can use other people to bring defeat in your life he is going to do it this is your calling you've got to remember that this is your calling no one else i guarantee it from personal experience is going to understand they're going to try but they're not going to understand when you go through your trials and tribulations and your praises you're going to get excited about something and nobody else will think it's a big deal when noah built the ark go back to genesis and read it He built the ark and he did not wait until his family and friends all came and helped him. But he understood what he was going to do. He obeyed God and moved forward. Noah sowed a seed of obedience and that's what you need to do. You have a choice every day. You have a choice every hour. But within one minute you can get a text or you can get a phone call to ruin your day. Is that not right? Now I know I'm telling the truth because we get emails about it. You are shaking your head because you know I'm right. You know it does not have to happen. Suddenly somebody can say anything to you nasty and it just took your good day and made it into a bad day. But you know what? we must learn to receive not to receive those fiery darts from the enemy do you remember the jericho wall that protected the israelites from the enemy's attacks do you do you remember when they were knocked down are you dressed for a battle if i was going out to knock down and be there to protect that Jericho wall, I would not just had on plain clothes. They had to get put their armor on. And I'm asking you today, are you putting on the armor of God every day? And put, I pray I had your protection on me and my family every day around our ministry. But you need to go to Ephesians 6, 10 through verses 18 and read that over and over but read it daily and pray the armor of god on you daily and because when i call people and our our um, staff call people that's one of the questions they ask and you know what they say well not all the time well what if your children needed it that day what if you need it that day never when when god tells you to do something in the bible put on the armor of god there is a divine reason so please put on the armor of god let's look now at hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. and you can flip to hebrews 11. now i know you may know the whole chapter of this vibe of of hebrews in the bible hebrews 11 is very popular So, but let me emphasize just two scriptures in it and you can read all of this because this is really an awesome chapter talking about many mighty men and women of God that will encourage you. But let's go to verse 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. Do you understand what that's saying? Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for in marriage restoration and certain of what we do not see. And that is what we want to understand. We must believe that what He's told you that it is going to work, it is going to be a blessing. Verse 6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and in rewards those who earnestly seek him david had faith he longed to know that god was with him let's look at psalm 37 and this is talking about one of the things we've just been talking about fretting or worrying psalm 37 verse 1 says do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong for like grass they will soon wither Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pastures. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of His heart. Commit your ways to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He will do this. He will make your righteousness Shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord. Wait for him. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Boy, there's the instructions we need to understand. And do not fret. It leads only to evil. For evil men will be cut off. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Powerful, powerful statement. You must believe in the Word. And in a Bible teaching church, you need to go to church and you probably, at this moment in the world, I don't know if you're being able to have go to church at, at a big building yet, but you must go be in the Word. And there's so many um, Bible studies and churches are on the internet now that you can go to. So we need to attend and we need to not use any excuses. Because a farmer is not going to throw seeds into the ground and hope something grows up without putting some fertilizer down and nutrients. You need to sow, throw the seed, but you need to fertilize it. And that's what we need to do by reading the Word of God. You cannot know who Jesus truly is without getting in his word. Can you think of a relationship in your life that has grown and flourished? Yet you never spend time together. And now we may not be able to, but you can talk on the phone. You can text. You can, you may never see each other, but you have a communication. That is how relationships work. It is not enough spend time talking about Jesus you must know him personally you need to read the bible you need to learn how to understand it you need to l- learn how to dig deeper and study and prepare your heart my question for you today will you sow today for a harvest tomorrow you got to write that down and remember it will you sow today for a harvest tomorrow in fact let's turn to first peter chapter 3 verses 8 and 9 that you can highlight. Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. Praise the Lord. That's what I want to do. I want to receive a blessing. But you must be ready for the harvest. Are you ready? In first Peter, chapter five, flip over just a little bit more and go to verses 10 to 11. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. To him be the glory for the power forever and ever. Amen. That's a repeat to remind you how important we need to know that we need to, after we've suffered a little while, God is going to restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. The ground of your heart has been fertilized. The seeds have been planted. Now you're watering the soil greatly as the seeds start growing. As you wait for the harvest, what are you going to be reaping? And when is your harvest going to happen? Are you going to have a small harvest or a big harvest? I want your soil to be fertile and watch the seeds grow. A marriage does not have to end up in divorce. It's not for me to do it or you to do it. It's for you to declare it, proclaim it, and bless those who persecute you. Bless others and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Well, When we're waiting with God, we're not wasting time. Waiting can be active. It does not, and you should never let it be passive. In Psalm 13, it says, How long, Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer, Lord my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death and my enemy will say, I've overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing the Lord's praise, for he has been good to me. Every day the sun rises. Sometimes clouds block the sun. But we know that it is still in the sky. Jesus Christ is still on the throne. Today, you may not be seeing any answers to your prayers, but God is still in control. In Psalm 9 is my closing scripture for you, verses 9 to 10. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in time of trouble. And I know you're facing troubles. And it's verse 10 says and those who know your name will put their trust in you for you lord have not forsaken those who seek you so that's my challenge is that you're going to seek the lord more and more and more each and every day and it's going to change your life and your relationship with the lord jesus christ let's pray oh lord i just praise you i thank you I thank you that we know that we know that you are real and that you, God sent the, your precious son and he died on the cross for our sins, for our family sins, for all sinners. And Lord, we're asking you to go rescue all of the prodigals that are represented in today that are listening to this. Lord, you are so, we need you so badly. We need you to go touch each and every husband and wife that have walked away from their marriage vows, walked away from their wife, and have walked out of the house and even disappeared. Lord, regardless of the circumstances that they're facing right now, we're asking you to go rescue the perishing. You to go rescue husbands and wives wherever they have gone to regardless that they're living with someone else, regardless if they've moved somewhere out of state, it does not matter, Lord. You know that you can speak to them morning, noon, and night. As Bob shared, Lord, you, you spoke to him hundreds of times a day, he would say. So, Lord, I ask that you would go speak to every prodigal that is represented, and I just pray that you would speak to them multiple times a day and that they, you will then send a sign to your dear standards, that they know that they know that you are working on that other side of that mountain that seems so huge, and yet you can melt it like wax, as it says in the Bible, suddenly and quickly. We just ask that you would continue to give the standard, I mean, the all of their physical, emotional uh, strengths that they need, that you would touch their finances, and that you would give them uh, employment and every need that they have you will meet all their needs according to your glorious riches lord i just pray that you would increase their faith their hope and their trust in you and that they will not become weary but they will become strong and steadfast in the lord and fill them up with likeness. fill them up with the righteousness of the holy spirit and we will just give you all the praise and the glory of the miracles that you're going to do in each and every one of these marriages that are hurting around the world in jesus name we pray amen my question to you is will you sow today for a harvest tomorrow it's up to you to do it god bless
0: Hi, it's Lori. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I know that we have enjoyed so much this past year and producing so many new podcasts and creating the content that I really think is resonating with so many of you. We appreciate your support in listening to the podcast and we appreciate your support um, in subscribing to receive them, and sharing the episodes with other people. We have had a phenomenal response from people who have really communicated to tell us how much it means to them. As we wind down the year, I also want to make you aware of where you can donate if you would like to support the work that we do here at Rejoice Marriage Ministries. You can visit rejoiceministries.org, and right on the top of that page, you can Donate. Your donation, if it's being mailed, needs to be postmarked by December 31st. We are so thankful for all of you who give sacrificially. And we know that according to the scripture, the Bible says that your first fruits, your tithe, should go to your local church. And that is what we have always taught at Rejoice Marriage Ministries. And that's what we encourage you to do. So we understand that when you're giving to us, you're giving from above and beyond your tithe. And we appreciate that. And we look to see how God will continue to multiply the gifts that are given so we can continue to minister to people. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages.